0: Hello and welcome to Bygones, the Ali McBeal rewatch podcast, where we rewatch every episode of Ali McBeal through twenty twenty eyes. We're seeing clearly now. <laughs>
1: the rain is gone.
0: <laughs> I'm Laura Jane Parker. I'm Eleanor Parker. And uh, yeah, season three, episode three.
1: Three of three. Three of three. Yeah. yeah. And, uh... I'm feeling good about this episode. I'm feeling good about this season thus far. Yeah. I think it's been quite I'm really I'm optimistic. Quite into it at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So, um this week we're looking at seeing green. Uh which we're looking at seeing green. We're looking at seeing green. <laughs> that's the episode name. <laughs> uh Yes. So yeah, seeing. I wonder what that could be referring to. Well, I'm sure many things. I'm sure it's multi-layered. Which first aired the eighth of November, nineteen ninety nine. We interrupt this program for Eleanor's cultural stuff. Brought to you by the nineties, the decade more problematic than it looks. Okay, UK number one. The band is Five.
0: Oh, it's gonna be so many things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, is it? I'm trying to think stuff that came out in the mm, autumn, winter time. Um, if you're getting down, baby. No. I want to know, baby. Come on,
1: now, baby. Now. Is it?
0: Um, we will rock you.
1: No. Oh, was that a bit later? Um, I think that was like towards the end of the height.
0: I know that. Um, Get on up was a summer one. Moving on, moving on anyway.
1: Get on up when you're down. I think this baby is, baby is that one.
2: Is it? It?
0: What is
1: it? It's keep on moving. Oh, keep I thought that came.
0: Moving. I thought that came out keep in the summer. On. Why would they put that out before Christmas? I
1: don't know, but it's number it one.
0: Oh wow! Okay, I really remember listening to that in the summertime.
1: It is more of a summery kind of bop, isn't it?
0: And the and the video is all like them driving around in, in summer, isn't it, like California, like Miami, or yeah, something. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, but I think they're just trying to appeal to the American audience. Yeah. Did they have an American audience? No, but they were trying to get one, and that's why they flew out to LA. To shoot their music video. Get on up. When
2: the wind and
1: the are flying. Gotta keep on, keep on trying. All the bees and birds are flying. Ah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> gotta get the hold on. Don't stop till the break, darling. Keep moving, don't stop rocking. Ah.
0: Get on up. When you're down. There's a whole dance move. You can do that. Um, Jay from Five's raps so the Some of the most glorious of all (laughs) times One of them And this is in um, We Will Rock You Is I always remember this Because I couldn't stop laughing uh, (laughs) In one of the raps It says He says Ain't got no manners Because I
1: eat with my fingers (laughs) Thug life (laughs) Exactly (laughs) (laughs) Sure Okay you a bad boy. <laughs> um, Can't take me home to your parents. <laughs> no, exactly. So, yeah, that, uh,
0: that is, uh, I love Five. That's they so were cool. a good boy band. They were. Well, they, like... they were marketed as like a lad band. Like, they were like the bad boys of pop. Yeah. But, rich. I mean, sure. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. Um, the US number one is still smooth uh, by Santana. Like, uh, they're loving that. Song which is that's an,
0: it was fair. such a hit. It I love re- it, it's
1: great. Still yeah. listen to it today. Um, 10th of November 1999, Keenan Shipka, the is actress, born. is born.
2: What? Oh my the, god, the
1: actress from Mad Men and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Wow, yeah, like that. She is born uh, two days after this episode aired. Um, 12th of November, Dogma is released. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I was like... I like that one. Yeah, amazing. The Kevin
0: Smith
1: film. Yeah. Um, And lastly, 12th of November at Bristol Crown Court, former glam rock star Gary Glitter is jailed for four months for downloading child pornography. He is absolutely gross. And what I don't enjoy is the conversation about
0: him being reignited because they used... uh, that song that in The in
1: Joker. In the Joker, yeah. I'm like, could you have just chosen a, a different, different song? song? But I think they just wanted to be provocative. I think that was yeah. just, yeah. Fine. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Lock him up, throw away the key. Is all I can say. I remember, like, loads of articles coming out being like, he's going to make money from this, and then there'd be another article that come out being like, he's not going to make any money from this, don't worry. And then there'd be, like another article being like, he definitely will make money from <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you just get
0: your facts right, that would be great. Uh, but yeah. Just Ooh. a
1: real kind of, yeah. Okay. Disgusting.
0: Okay, so that's all I've got. Okay, so we well, let's dive, in. dive into something far more palatable, which is Alimovil seeing green. So, we start.
1: Ali, we have a previously. Did you notice? Did you have that on your DVD?
0: Um, no, but I have been watching it more recently on Amazon Prime, not yes. on the DVD See, I don't have Amazon Prime, right, so I
1: use my DVD box
0: set Amazon Prime have, have previously's on all of them And, and I thought that it was an Amazon
1: Prime thing, but not if you're saying
0: I mean, I'll check my DVD Literally, later.
1: this is the first time I've noticed, like, on the, the, like Because i I'm literally, I was like they don't like, usually do previously, is that how feel? And yeah, this is the first they do, I them.
0: remember. I think they probably did when they first aired in America, because that's a very American thing so
1: to do. It's so weird to have it, like, not on the first two Episodes, episodes and then, and then, then have it. So, yeah. suddenly on the third in the third season, would so be like oh yeah no we're gonna do previously something yeah weird
0: decisions when yeah. they made the DVDs because I think that they actually had them there on every use, episode them, but right. they didn't for whatever reason no weird they okay. must have done because Amazon Prime has them so yeah. they didn't just make them for Plain. Amazon Prime yeah. that would have been a lot of yeah. work for an old show. so Fox clearly had all of that like yeah. cut together footage someone must have done that work I was just you know saying, what yeah the fuck is <laughs> how strange yes well anyway after previously um, we all know what happened previously we've been watching so it's fine um, Ali is at therapy uh, with a new therapist yeah um, who is played by Betty white, white aka Queen of American TV yes. cameo yeah um, I had a question and got really concerned that we'd seen the last of Tracy um, because obviously I know that Tracy drops off at some point and I was like, shit, have we missed her last episode and not realised? So I went and checked but actually she is in... Later. later this, um, okay. this season um, but um, okay, cool. so I was really worried I was like oh my god we didn't say goodbye to Tracy <laughs> <laughs> I was the last the last thing she did but it's not so it's fine um, okay. I was like thank god we didn't miss that milestone phew but yes <laughs> uh, but anyway um, Tracy's not there today um, so Ali is having to see um, Betty I don't know if we get her I know we get her last name
1: yeah yeah no I just called her uh, Betty White <laughs> well, yeah so did I because that's all I see when I look at her <laughs> yeah. so it's fine it's Betty White <laughs>
0: So anyway, she, Ali is bringing Betty up to speed on her um al green hallucinations to which <laughs> betty calls him this alan person <laughs> which is yeah. funny um and we get some really great flashbacks of all the times al green's appeared to ali before yes. which is nice um but as she's describing this she just kind of ends up just singing how do you mend a broken heart inside betty's pen um, and then having an actual hallucination just describing these hallucinations yeah. and then she snaps out of it and she's like i think i've fallen in love with al and Betty's like, girl, you need Prozac. <laughs> and Ali is really dead set against it. But Betty Betty is like, you're not well. Um, and also, it's fine. I'm on it. These are, pills are great. You're not going to find happiness with love or God. It's in a pill. And she says, I love the suppositories because I get a little wriggle. Oh, um, and then we go into titles. And it I guess we're tackling antidepressants this episode. Yes,
1: I think it's really funny because Ali's like, but it's a mind-altering drug, and it's like, yes, Your that's mind's the point. Your minds altering, yes.
0: <laughs> Your mind is not working correctly. Um, yes, it's uh, she's really, really, really internalised like, this stigma about yeah, it. Yeah, proper, yeah, yeah, completely. So anyway, she's really anti, um, but yeah, that's what we're going to be tackling this episode, so let's see how that goes. Yes. <laughs> It's the weekly meeting after titles and Elaine is rubbing up inappropriately to Richard whilst he reads the cases that they've got on their docket. Um from he's reading them it from another like electronic organiser thing. Yes. It's not the same one that we've it's seen before. Different it's like a flip-up yeah. one. So clearly he's like is it trying like
1: all the models. Is it
0: like a phone that's a flip? <laughs> up? Yeah, is it's it, um, those? Yeah, it was I never had one that was like that. No, but I, had I remember one that was like seeing the last them. one he had. Yeah, yeah,
1: I remember seeing those ones. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, They have a case of a student, um, a high school student, who has kissed another student without permission. And Richard wants Billy to take it, but Billy is um, like, I can't, I'm busy, (laughs) I've got a meeting. Um, And he's being really like evasive and suspicious. Um, And Richard's like, well, I can't see this meeting in your calendar. And Billy says, well, I don't care about your palm pilot, it's in mine, like, don't worry. Um, So instead, Richard's like, okay, well, John and Nell can take it, and he closes the meeting. Um, And Georgia is like, so... um, yeah, Billy, what's what's this meeting? And he's like, does everyone need to know my schedule? And George like, uh, how about your wife? Yeah. Like, and Billy then relents and says it's a potential new client. Um, and leaves and Elaine just turns to Georgia and goes I agree with you Georgia he's lying <laughs> 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 Georgia didn't say anything yeah. but that was really funny um, and then they all leave but Ali is still at the table and she well, she's t- kind of been like zoned, zoned out. out the yeah. entire time well I mean that's how she wasn't concentrating at all that's but, not unusual for no, Ali no you things, not really sure. yeah. um, but she's then picks up the box of donuts that they've had on the table and on the top it says, Owls Donuts. Donuts. Yeah. (laughs) So she runs out of the conference room and she grabs John and kind of pulls him into one of the ferns in the office (laughs) for privacy (laughs) and did you get this? I couldn't tell whether I was mishearing this but is there jungle noises when they're in the ferns? I think there is. I thought that was really really, funny funny. because it's very subtle but it was very funny. Um, And um, basically, um, it seems Betty is a sub for Tracy. Ali's asking him what he thinks about her. And John's saying he thinks she's good. But Ali is really distressed about Betty pushing these pills on her. And John is like, "Uh, well, isn't it about time? Yeah. (laughs) And Ali is shocked that people think she should be on meds. It's like, she's like, you think I should be on medication? It's like, how is this a shock to you? I know. John says, John is... Like, why are you shocked? Like, you haven't been happy since I've known you. And Ali is so funny because she's like, I am the most happy person I know. I like, how <laughs> delusional is oh, this chick? Like, funny. <laughs> then Richard appears in the Fern and Ali asks Richard if he knows anyone happier than her. And Richard says, used like, you stupid? They jumped off a bridge. <laughs> and so Ali is like, well, would you take mood altering drugs? Oh God. And Richard says, "Well, um, I will. I'm only going to be happy with uh, money or Viagra. Those are the only two routes to happiness." And yeah. John says, "Well, no, I take creatine for my pecs." And then Ali's like completely had enough. Yeah. She, she leaves the fern, no. and then she she looks at a computer, and the screensaver has morphed into Al Green going, psst, psst.
1: <laughs> like yeah. to get her attention. And there's like fish swimming yeah, 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 in the background. It's like a screensaver, yeah, yeah. and I was like, "Oh,
0: I remember screensaver." Yeah, like, I yeah. remember. <laughs> So next we're at a support group, um, and it's run by an attorney that we've seen before in previous episodes. Oh,
1: is it? Yes. So Yeah, I just called him Head
0: Man, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what he is. But the character is called Myron Stone, and he was, we've seen him before opposing counsel in Ling's sister's breast surgery case so he was the other guy that was like hmm, let's look yeah at let's breasts. take a look at the breast oh my and god he was on the opposite side for the comb over case Oh yeah, and he was also involved in Margaret Camero's insurance case for IVF. Oh, okay. So we've seen him a few times. Okay, And I we know so that he's like. Now you say it, I'm not like,
1: a great oh, man. No, yeah. so he is familiar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Okay.
0: So, um, so in this support group, there is a chalkboard which I noted down because I thought it was hilarious. Okay. And on it, it says "man equals one, woman does." There's a does not equal sign. Uh, does not equal half. Woman equals one. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, so. Christ. I guess we kind of get the gist of what this support group is all about before yeah. we have have heard anyone start speaking. But a guy is stood sharing tearfully that he feels he, ready to recognise that he's got a problem. And then Myron asks for any other new people to introduce themselves. And Billy is there. And he stands up and starts talking about how he's had a big fight with a colleague last week and he's got issues with his wife, but Myron stops him and says, no, 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 you have to introduce yourself and then say it. And Billy's like, okay. And then he says the words we've always wanted to hear.
2: (laughs) Hello. My name is Billy. And.. And I'm a male chauvinist pig.
0: And everyone is like,
1: well done. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> admitting you have a problem is the first step i guess
0: <laughs> well quite um so back at cajun fish nell and john are meeting with their college student client kirby and his parents i guess his parents were actually the client really um, but it turns out he looked at a girl and he thought she liked him and then he went to kiss her even though he'd not met her because he reads romance novels um, and his mum brings out like the latest romance novel that he's, been, he's reading. been reading and it's called Love's Dare which Nella's like ooh I've not seen this one before <laughs> <laughs> and she reads out a passage that no. he'd just been reading about how they kissed without needing to speak and it's all this like flowery language like romanticising the idea that you know like, no you know words. without even saying a yeah, word no you know? words were exchange Ridic- ridiculous yeah. and what is funny is John is craning so hard to read <laughs> <laughs> and they'll shoulder that he kind of loses purchase with the elbow that he's yeah. leaning on he's like Ooh, and falls yeah. off um kirby says that what happened when he tried this was she slapped him and then she went to the principal who has kicked him out of school yeah and now says that they'll try to speak to this principal and kirby just looks really upset with himself he's like i've really got myself into a pickle he's yeah
1: like, very distressed immensely embarrassed
0: yeah so ali is back at betty's um and she's basically trying to defend herself to betty and convince betty that Ali doesn't need pills because she's making progress because her justification is that two weeks ago she had sex in a car wash and last week she kissed a woman and she's her logic is that although these things are daring they're actually safe because she couldn't fall in love with these people so there was no danger of sorrow and Betty's like look can I just give you some pills <laughs> And then she says, is there anything I can say to try to convince you that you're not vulgar? And Ali tries to leave and Betty gets up to kind of stop her. And sh- as she gets up, we see she's got a dispenser belt. I know. With like these pills. Yeah. And she's like, come on, they're tiny. And Ali goes and Betty's like, try and help these little tramps." <laughs> <laughs> Poor Betty. I know. Um, So then Ali has gone to Renee's office, and Renee is also pro-pills, because she points out, you know, Ali's been acting erratically, and she's been hallucinating, so, you know, this seems like a good course of action. Yes. And Ali's like, but I know he's not really there, and Renee's like, no you don't, not in the moment. And then, whilst that's even... That like going on. Going on. Ali hallucinates Al again, and He's like on a Sitting chair. at the table
1: with her. Yeah,
0: and then Renee kind of sits where she's imagining him, and he turns into dust. And Ali
1: sort of squeals as she's sort of she like to him. stop Renee yeah. sitting down in the place where Al Green is. Yes, and when she does, like Al Green, like dissipates. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. She's and
0: she's like, like oh, but then it's she's just like, so but then she like tries to style it out, like, oh, never mind, don't worry, nothing. like mean nothing <laughs> to see here, you know. <laughs> And she says she doesn't try, she kind of admits that she doesn't try to stop the hallucinations because she likes them and she feels that they nourish her. And Renee is like, you need to do something because you're hallucinating at home and at work. Like, this can't, this is not good for you. And Ali's like, but I like it though. And Renee's like, well, yeah, that's your problem. That's the problem.
1: She says, talk about your dangerous drug.
0: Yes, exactly. Billy is still blabbering at his men's group about how he has no problem with women working and women's rights. Oh
1: thank
0: you. But he wants (laughs) his wife to stay home and wait for him. He says... As much as I'm
2: for women's rights, when it comes to my own wife, I don't want her dressing in sexy clothes. I don't want her to become a partner at work. I really don't want her to work at all. I'd like her to stay home. I'd like to come home at the end of the day and find a nice meal on the table. Mm-hmm. I'd like her to be there waiting. Maybe with a pair of slippers. Maybe she rubs my feet a little, fixes me a drink. I want for her day just to be beginning, for real. Because I'm home. All right. I need to feel more, more, say the word, Billy. Say it out loud. Come on, man.
0: Worshipped. And a man is brought to tears.
1: <laughs> like, <his> speech. <laughs> cry. I was just like, please pass me the bucket. I need to vomit. The state of this. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, you're so sad. You're so desperately sad. Like, that You you feel you need that. I know. You, you need that. It's so pathetic. It, it's so sad.
0: I don't understand how you can ever expect to command respect when that has just come out of your mouth. <laughs> right? Like, if anyone ever said that to me, I'd be like, what the fuck? How are you so pathetically
1: how insecure? That you need to be worshipped. Yeah. I, I'm just like... Uh, I, what I makes don't you think know. you deserve that? I don't know. You're so mediocre. Why do you think <laughs> that anyone is des- I, I no one is deserving of worship? That's such an insane concept to right. be like I uh, I need like that that's a reasonable request. It's so it it's so bonkers, like these men. I, these men. Oh <clears throat> god well
0: I was going to say round them up and put them somewhere we don't have to look at them but well, they've kind of done that themselves
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you could just <laughs> stay <laughs> here and worship each other in some yeah. kind of circle joke <laughs> That's fine, yeah,
0: you do that. I've used the word circle jerk in my notes later, so <laughs> I'm glad
1: from there as well.
0: Um, so at the school, uh, the principal is is not having any of it, and it's the, the middle of a really busy school day when they've cornered him, and he's in the corridor, like, clearly distracted by trying to, like, sort out errant children Um, (laughs) but um john notices while they're trying to reason with him that there's a group of girls that are looking (laughs) over at nell and john talking to the principal and they're kind of whispering to each other the way that groups of school kids do the principal is like look if you can get the girl to withdraw the complaint then i might reconsider the suspension Um, because you know there'll be nothing to suspend over if she's not complaining complaining about about it it. and then he walks off because he's been distracted by something going on that he needs to deal with and then the girls kind of approach Nell and John and are like, excuse me, but you are so cool. And John is like, Thank you. And he <laughs> assumes that they're talking about him. But of course, they then go, Where do you get your clothes? And of course, amazing
1: clothes. And he starts looking in his
0: jacket. Like for the label. And it's like, dude, of course they're talking about Nell. Um <laughs> And yeah, and so Nell is like, answers them, and it's like, my friend makes them, thank you for the compliment, blah, blah, blah. Uh, John, meanwhile, has his trousers tucked into his socks, as they point out to him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) John, could you make a bigger tit of yourself? (laughs) But
0: it's also so funny, because John's so insecure about certain things, but yet there's this male ego part of him, that when he sees girls staring in his direction, he automatically is like, well, they must be looking at me. And
1: when they come over and say something like that, they must be talking to him. Like, it just... it's so... It's like, yep, yeah, this tracks. This all makes sense. <laughs> 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 I'm I just gonna go really with am so cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, back at the, at the office, Ali is staring at herself in the unisex. Um, and Georgia comes in and quips, uh, that, whether Ali is trying to decide if Retin-A really works. Cause obviously Retin-A was like the big skincare ingredient at that time. And, uh, everyone was going nuts for it. So that I thought it was funny. Um, but Ali is like, I'm trying to make a big decision, Georgia. Okay. Like she's really snappish. With her. Like, okay. And Georgia's like, okay, okay. And she's like, look, there's no stigma to Prozac. And Ali's like, I know everyone sprinkles it on their Jello, and <laughs> but before she can finish her train of thought, she can hear Al Green singing "Let's Stay Together." Yeah. And she like shouts into the air to try to stop it, and Georgia is a bit like, okay, Ooh. like what's going on here? And she tries to change the subject by asking if she's seen Billy, and Shall Ali is like, <clears throat> and Ali snaps again. It isn't Billy. At least Billy was there. It isn't Billy. <laughs> and Georgia was like. Uh, <laughs> are you okay? and Annie just snaps at her again and like ends up grinning at her maniacally oh
1: my god Is she smiles at her that sh- like she's manic. like I'm, Absolutely I'm fine I'm drug free like all this kind of thing and then she like does a smile that shows all her teeth and like it's barely. so yeah. disturbing she is
0: she is really just that's a good word for it actually she's behaving very in a very disturbing way yeah um, so georgia leaves um and al green starts singing again and ali shouts into the air to stop it but it restarts again and she turns the mirror because they're on a sw- there's a swivel mirror it's a round mirror that you can swivel size yeah. and she swivels it and it turns uh, the mirror to the other side. And it turns out she's hallucinating him in that side of the mirror. And she's like, I'm not hearing this. No, I'm not. And she's obviously trying to control this, but it's yeah. not stopping. Yeah. So she runs out into the complex. And this hallucination just escalates because she sees Al Green as an electrician switching off the lights at the fuse box singing Let's Say Together. And he's got this flashlight and he flashes the light to reveal Renee and then Elaine in this like silver glittery diva get up, up. lilac. You
1: think it's, it's like a it silvery like, lilac? I
0: thought it was sequined.
1: No, no, no. They're like silvery lilac. Well,
0: anyway, it's like um, this like diva type long dress. Yeah, with, with like feta feta bowers bowers and gloves. And like gloves, yeah, yeah. exactly. Very Marilyn Monroe yeah. um, type, Madonna in material. Renee
1: well.
0: Amazing. They in all that look dress. great. Can I just say? <laughs> they all look great. But yeah, Renee and then Elaine, and they're singing the song. <laughs> then we get Al Green does his flashlight over the other side of the office and then Billy, John and Richard come out of the elevator in like white, white coattails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with gold cummerbunds. And like bow ties. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the eye cats are behind them. In, and they're in, all they're, saying, they're all in sequency.. Yeah.
1: Uh, se- sequency dresses. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: then Al does another flashback to Renee and Elaine And now George and Ling are with them in the same girl, yes. Like singing
2: Never, the good, better, better,
0: better, 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 better. And then Al turns his torch up to the mezzanine And it's Gladys Knight with a gospel choir Was
2: it Gladys
0: Knight?
1: Yeah I
2: didn't know that Yeah Okay Amazing, Amazing. <laughs>
0: just stopped resisting this and it's just giving into it and smiling and dancing along and really loving it and singing along at the top of her voice and then the fantasy fades out and it turns out in reality she's just singing really badly in the middle of the complex having lost all sense of reality and everyone is just staring at her and actually half staring but half of them are like trying to pretend they haven't noticed to yeah. like not make make her feel bad about it like Elaine is like oh god and just moves on to yeah. something else which is interesting because to me Elaine never misses a chance to like
1: once upon a time, a deal about she something. would have done... Yeah, she would have made a snarky comment or... or like,
0: like, been like, "Oh, drama, you yeah, know, and got yeah, up like, in all in of it. Of it. Bit, but yeah. even Elaine is like, oh my God, this is awful. Like, I can't make a Like, oh I don't want to make her feel like... she just is like... Yeah, 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 really she gone. does. Which like, I thought she, was an interesting signal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Ali tries to sort of brush it off like, "Oh, whoops, like, never mind. <laughs> like, nothing to see here, everything's okay. <laughs> it's, oh. But it's... I thought that was a really... This is different now yeah. is the feeling that I got from this. Like this isn't like funny anymore, you no. know? Even though it was I loved the song. It's great. Great, performance. A great
1: bop with great uh yeah, really fantastic like little scene. But yeah, the aftermath of it. You are just kind yeah. of like, oh god, Shit. Ali. Like, imagine,
2: yeah.
0: yeah. So Nell and John are leading a mediation with Kirby and the girl that he kissed, and she says that she uh, was very distressed by it because she thought he was trying to bite her. Mm. Um, And John John is sort of trying to get to the crux of the issue, sort of what, what does it really serve to make such an issue out of it.
1: And I was like, because uh... um, sexual assault is a crime, John. <laughs> like, uh, you're a lawyer. You should you should know this. He shouldn't have done it. Is yeah, is like it's the issue. Why are you making such a big issue of this crime? <laughs> I don't
2: understand.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so weird. Um, but it turns out that a lot of what the girl is feeling is is um, or, or what she adds a layer to what she was feeling, which, which is um, that she was also embarrassed because kirby is a nerd of the class basically yeah. and he kissed her in front of everyone in the cafeteria and that she says made it look like they might be together or that she liked him and she was kind of humiliated about that because it yeah. made her look very very uncool yeah and at that age at that that's you understand of course you know you anything
1: kids will pounce on anything so that they can take the piss absolutely of, and you know? the thing is what I really don't like about this is that Nell turns around and goes, mm. Oh, that is what this is about, isn't it, Kim? You were humiliated. Um, and for need yeah. to get Kirby suspended, well, that tells the whole school that the kiss was unwanted. Am I right? Like, kind of thing. And I'm just like, Yeah. Hang on a second. Yeah. I really do not like the tone in her voice. Yeah. Like, Oh, so you're not really upset. You're just embarrassed. And it, and it, and it's just. Yeah. Like we say, A, she's a teenager, and at that age, your social status exactly. is going to be yeah. super important to you. And so that's also, not like nothing. Yeah, either. and also, yes, humiliation would be a total normal emotion that would occur as part of your general upset if you were sexually assaulted in front, front of people. Yeah, like, even I, if it wasn't in front of people,
0: you'd feel humiliated yeah. at a And I don't, like, so I... I don't like that they are using the fact that one of the emotions that she felt was embarrassment and worry for her, you know, popularity cool yeah. um, as... A a a kind of justification for negating any Invalidating other validating it, in, in it yeah. any other feeling she might be feeling about um, you know, being
1: sexually assaulted. It's like you're not upset in the right way. Yeah. Therefore, we don't have to take this seriously. And
0: I I thought that was that was really annoyed me because mm, I was completely. like, this doesn't just because she felt embarrassed and is worried about people thinking that she liked him doesn't mean that this was not uh, wrong and something that yeah. should be. Like, you like he should be held accountable yeah, for it. Yeah, like,
1: that's not okay. What he did was not okay. And she's right to not, f- to, to feel upset about it. Yeah. And being upset can cover a whole range of individual different emotions.
0: And they like, don't, like, they can coexist. They don't, yeah. like,
1: counteract each other. No, they don't at all. And I just, yeah, the tone, the tone was, oh, so really what this is about is some stupid, childish, like, you know, social status thing and you're embarrassed. So, yeah, like, you need to But I think she that. probably
0: also felt all of the things that you would also feel, feel. if you were sexually assaulted. Yeah, absolutely. Just because she felt embarrassed as well doesn't mean that she didn't feel the other things. Absolutely. But anyway, um, so yeah, that's that's how they're dealing with that. Um, Ali is back on Betty White's uh, therapist <laughs> couch talking about her fears about pills and still trying to justify why she doesn't need them. Um, and her latest justification is that the last hallucination she had contained more people that she actually knew so in her twisted mind it means that Al is showing her that she does have love in her life after all so actually she's fine (laughs) rather than being like Ali what's actually happening is this is escalating out of your control (laughs) and you're losing all sense of reality like that's what happened yeah. Like, she's like, if I just keep with these hallucinations long enough, eventually I'll discover the secret of life. Yeah. And then you'll all be sorry that I went on pills and didn't get there. Like, <laughs> oh, it's just so tragic. Um. Um, but Betsy just writes the prescription. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. says, mental health will soon be yours. And the only problem you'll have now is whether your friends will recognise you. And I was like, this is not a great depiction of antidepressants as a
1: form of treatment no it's not like because the thing is it's like it's played for laughs yeah and i get that and it you know it 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 definitely does have funny moments off of the back of doing this but i just feel like yeah like this is not what this is the depiction of what of doctors that is like used as like fear fear mongering mm-hmm. of being like oh we well, go to the doctors and they just slap you with a a prescription for an antidepressant and you know off toddle yeah. like kind of thing and that's all they do and and it's just like uh, that has not been my experience and i just don't think that it's um yeah i i just don't buy that a psychiatrist would just be like Have some pills. Have some pills. We won't talk about anything else. Have some pills. Have you thought about more pills? Pills?
0: (laughs) But also the fact that it's interesting because this could have
1: been an opportunity if
0: they were going to tackle a storyline about antidepressants to remove some of the stigma. And they have a lot of the characters say at several points, there's no stigma in antidepressants yet this entire storyline is is bolstering that stigma in many ways because the health professional that's prescribing them is played as like a kook that's pill like crazy crazy and like making jokes about whether your friends will even recognize
1: you yeah and
0: it's like which is super scary yeah that that is not helpful scary
1: depiction of What it's like to be on antidepressants So
0: to me this was a real missed opportunity To tell a different story about antidepressants And they really kind of fumbled it. Yeah. Um yeah, I agree. and when I compare it to, and I know they've had the benefit of an extra 20 years of like enlightenment, but when I compare it to something like the way Crazy ex girlfriend dealt with
1: antidepressants. Absolutely.
0: There was humour there. Yeah. And it was still funny. Yeah. But night and day you come away with a different message. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I agree. Um I
0: agree. so yeah, bit of Fair. a bit of a miss this this aspect. But yeah, Betty, um, yeah, Ali is just like. So it's come to this. Yeah. And Benny's just like, do it. Al Green will be gone forever. And Annie just looks really, like, troubled uh, by that statement and also yeah. unconvinced about everything.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Um, Nell goes into John's office to say that she's going to try and persuade the girl to back off, um like, one-on-one um, and ask her to have some compassion. And John is really mm. pissed, like, compassion, what a concept. <laughs> he has that monkey toy on uh, his desk. yes he
1: does. why
0: hasn't that been burnt in a fire uh, yet? i don't understand why it's still there.
1: because one day he might be up against another black woman lawyer and he can use it again like..
0: yeah well when nell throws her books down at his sarcasm it sets off that fucking monkey and someone just needs to throw out the window but anyway john stops it um, and says, you know, when are we going to talk about me spanking you? She said, he said, I heard you talking about it as your fantasy, and Nell quite rightly shouts back that that gives you no right to actually do it. But because she's raised her voice again, the monkey sets off, and John takes the batteries out. Um, and Nell continues to say, my fantasy world is my fantasy world and you do not have the right to make it into reality, which is correct. Yeah. But John is all, you know, I made a mistake, so maybe have some of that compassion that you plan to teach to Kimberly. at which I'm like, fuck off. She's got a right to be pissed at you. <laughs> you were violent yeah. to her.
1: Like... It's just like Because at one point Because it's like
0: Yes I may have beaten you Um You know Out of surprise And you know Really scared you But you know Like forgive me Like <laughs> you should just be forgiving <laughs> My me. intentions were good Yeah So But it reminds me a little bit Of that tension we saw With Jordan and Ally Last season where georgia was like you will take your lumps as long as i feel like i need to get like you don't get to detect the time dictate the timeline of me being annoyed at you about this
1: but you fucked up but also i feel like coupled with the whole like this is being coupled together with this kirby storyline as like a parallel yeah in terms of like teaching women compassion (laughs) and it's just so fucked up like it's such a pernicious message like that basically men and boys like all get one free sexual assault <laughs> <laughs> yes. and 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 you know like at least one free sexual assault and women and girls like should just be compassionate and understanding about they that and it's just like no fuck off like you do not get like like a free go like to to do criminal shit the women, like, it's not okay
0: Like nobody's like, um, have some compassion, like I may have murdered that guy, but, you know, I didn't
1: know like, One time, like, one time, one time, I murdered someone and it was like, <laughs> Like, think about me and my future, like, it's just stupid just- so, even like, like lesser crimes
0: like burgling a house like yeah. i did it one time have some compassion <laughs> it's like
1: <laughs> okay like you still deserve to be punished yeah you still don't <laughs> get to walk out scot-free like you may get a lesser sentence if it's your first offence but you still get a sentence yes it's exactly like, it's just
0: and uh, you don't get to decide how long that sentence Yeah. Is. You exactly. can't just be like in jail or paying a fine being like, well, I think it should be less.
1: I think I've paid my debt already, <laughs> frankly. Um, don't know about you guys. Fuck off. Can we run this past the judge again? Yes. <laughs> but, you know, now just scoffs and
0: storms off and slams the door, and we get this weird. Uh, end of the scene where the monkey lets out a little screech even though it's got no batteries in it. So and it's I'm like,
1: haunted monkey Fuck off now, now <laughs> please. <laughs> Why? Why have you got a haunted monkey toy? <laughs> a haunted racist monkey toy? Not something to have in an office. <laughs> or anywhere. <laughs> right, look, this office has enough problems without a haunted racist monkey toy. <laughs> Just not cool. Just <laughs> we could do without this,
0: John. Oh dear. So uh, back at my least favourite gathering in the world. <laughs> man
1: baby meeting. I've called it the Bozo. H-U. The Bozo Man Club. <laughs> <laughs> Bozo man Bozo Man Baby Club. <laughs> Billy has brought Richard
0: along, and Richard is absolutely unimpressed with all of it, surprise, surprise, and he keeps talking like over proceedings to Billy in in the sort of group until Myron invites Richard to actually share with the whole group um, and Billy is like, oh no. And I'm like, well, what did you expect? Like, of oh, course, nice. like, you've met Richard, right? He's not just going to sit there and be like, well, this is interesting. I'm going to absorb everything. I mean, like nice. He's going to end up doing a little speech, which is exactly what he does here. He, he says,
2: what is wrong with you people? What? Um... Uh... Excuse me, I brought him here as a guest. He's not ready Uh, to... Billy, I'd like to address the group. Uh, It's okay, Billy. Uh, You are... Uh, Richard Fish. You probably object to the name Richard because shortened it would be Dick. Do you remember that word? Do any of you remember what it was like to have one? Because from what I'm hearing... Uh, Can I stop you? No. Where does it say women aren't sexual objects? Of course they are. And here's a flash. They like it. That's why they're out there getting their breasts done, their tummies tucked, their faces lifted, so we'll keep looking at them sexually. And of course, men are supposed to be the providers. Women are the ones who get pregnant. They can't work all fat and distended. They stay home with the kids while men bring home money. It's not just God's way. It's the way women want it. I mean, how many ladies do you know who say, Honey, after I give birth, I want you to quit your job and stay home with the kids so I can keep going to the office. I mean, Are you nuts? What's with all this? Let's all be the same. We're not the same. That's why God made different sexes so we'd be different. And it's natural for men to enjoy those differences. You're not going to change that with meetings. Ultimately, a man will be ruled by his wants, just like women will be ruled by theirs. And what we want is sex. What they want is money. If God made the penis revocable, he'd be asking for yours back right now. You whipped, whipped things. Problem is, you've already given it away. What you all need to do is go home today and say, Honey, give me back my penis. Try it, try it once with me. Honey, give me back my penis. It's harder. Again, I want my penis. I want my penis.
0: And he gets them all to chant with him I want my penis penis. (laughs) I want my penis Penis, penis, penis penis. penis. (laughs) And he writes it on the chalkboard Behind his head Which I think is like a meme before a meme It kind of reminded me of Did you see on Twitter a couple of weeks ago That guy released but he'd invited Katie Hopkins to a yes, fake yeah, award yeah, ceremony yeah, and, and it ended like up having fun. cunt in the back of my head. I was yeah. like, that's like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> it made yeah. me funny. Uh, it made me laugh. Yeah. So obviously you want to just throw in a poop, <coughs> here for yes. like Richard's parade. Like it's just a part of load shit. of crap. Yeah. Like, but also I'm just like, Wow, you can really see how committed to changing they were. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. All it takes is one little stupid speech by a Bellend for them <laughs> to be like, "Oh yeah, actually, I want my penis." <laughs> yeah, and
0: Myron clearly not trying anything to like control. No, yeah,
1: he's like he's completely taken in himself. Like, yeah, it's so funny. It's just like but like the blind leading uh, the blind. <laughs> like guys. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) the chants of penis
0: echo out across the whole of Boston. (laughs) And then they fade out as we find Ali and Renee in the pharmacy line to get her drugs. And Ali is distressed because she thinks she's basically going to be killing Al Green. And Renee points out that he's still alive and a reverend in Tennessee. He's fine. As well as a cameo in a show called (laughs) Ali (laughs) McBeal. But Ali clarified that she means the one in her head. She's going to miss him. Then the pharmacist announces over the tannoy who's waiting for the Prozac and we get this gif moment of Ali shrinking to like borrower size yeah. on the floor saying that would be me um, so clearly like
1: stigma, stigma, stigma stigma, stigma, stigma stigma your stigma up your stigmas <laughs> um, yes. Uh,
0: yes so then Nell is talking to Kimberly girl to girl <sighs> in her office oh, about how men think it's romantic to make the first move and how
1: it's kind of our fault I know <laughs> <I, I, laughs> gonna go ahead and ignore you know all the centuries of patriarchal culture that has socialized us all into thinking that these are the norms of true romance and just blame women and teenage girls for it all i'm just like what the fuck man
0: oh it was that was wild wild (laughs) and then kimberly's like um it wasn't a date and he He bit bit me. me And I was like, well, he was going for a kiss. And are you just trying to make a point? Because you've done that now. So maybe you should, like, back off.
1: Because you're being, uh, you know, a little cruel. And I'm just like, or maybe he committed an illegal act. Like, if your lawyers aren't even on your side. Well,
0: if they're not her lawyers Well, yeah, right. This is it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then John comes in and uses this as an opportunity to subtext Nell about forgiving him for spanking her. Because he tells this story...
1: Well, first of all, he comes in and goes, can you imagine it from his side? And I'm just like... Why should she? Doesn't, she? she doesn't fucking have to. Why should she? doesn't she? owe him anything.
0: Um, but he then tells a story about a date he went on as a kid at a carnival, and we get a whole flashback of him trying to kiss a girl and ends up nose whistling, and then he tried again, but she kept laughing at him and ran into our house and kept laughing at him, and he was just really humiliated. Um... And then he's like, you know, Kirby's going to be embarrassed forever. So maybe, like, leave him alone. And I'm like, so what? Like, he should carry that with him forever. So that he never does it again. Yeah,
1: so, like, this is, this is my... Like, this whole fucking scene. Because he goes, like, like I say, he walks in and he goes, can you imagine it from his side, which she is not obligated no. to consider his feelings at all in no. this and he goes you talk about being laughed at you mean the way you and others have always laughed at kirby and i'm just like not, fuck not off. like newsflash laughing at anyone like okay it's a bit mean but at least it's not a fucking crime yes. like, it's just like- <laughs> Your client has committed a crime. This is the issue. He's violated and I, her bodily autonomy. I just, I do not give a flying fuck about your dating faux pas, John. <laughs> like, the <laughs> example he gives is like nothing, nothing like a uh, situation. Because it's a consensual it, kiss. But it's a date for a star. That's a whole context of his like... Yeah. Thing and the girl is waiting to be kissed He just cocked it up And she found it funny Yeah. And then B This yeah. isn't about you And the romantic mistakes you've made That keep you awake <laughs> at night Like I'm just like I'm just like this is about Kimberly being assaulted by your client, and you and Kirby are not the victims here. Right? Like, where the fuck is Kimberly's parents? <laughs> Why? Where the fuck is her own fucking lawyer? Like, she should be being protected from, from this, this emotionally manipulative, gendered guilt trip bullshit. Like, right. it is just unacceptable, unacceptable. <laughs> that, that, that she has been allowed to just be taken off into a well, room a by, as by, well. uh, by uh, her assaulters lawyers to be like you're being a bit cruel though aren't you crazy think about yeah. it we're being a bit cruel and, and have you thought face- about like how this is going to affect him for yeah life? like, like Oh,
0: who the fuck are you? Yeah. Get the fuck out of my face! (laughs) But she's... You're right. She's a minor. Like, that is... Surely, like, there must be protections around that. You can't just influence...
1: No! You're not allowed to. This this cannot... This is unbelievable yeah like where are her parents why are they allowing this where is her legal representation well, i would say this? her
0: legal representation have yeah. dropped the ball here because her parents may well. not know about it or you know like but
1: i don't think we've se- have we even seen any legal representation for her yeah in the uh,
0: mediation meeting they just had she i was thought it was her- just uh her, her parents. parents were there
1: yeah yeah but was there a lawyer there, there? i think
0: so because the whole point is she Kirby's got a
1: lawyer because she's suing him. I don't remember seeing a lawyer. I just remember seeing her parents. Well, anyways, anyway, it's, it's all... I mean, it, it's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. That they're being allowed this kind of access to influence her like yeah, this. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so, Billy and Richard are back from their penis support group. And... <laughs> Richard is like it's like a cult and Billy's like (laughs) you're right then. you're not allowed to come again (laughs) and Georgia comes up and is like can I go not knowing what it is and Billy's run off to his office and Richard no (laughs) yeah and then Richard just goes I can't imagine he's been any good in bed lately am I wrong (laughs) and Georgia kind of looks like
1: he is not wrong
0: (laughs) she's like <laughs> <laughs> and then she follows Billy to his office and it's like, What is going on? And Billy is like, I'm going to a penis support group. Although he actually <laughs> says men's seminars to increase sensitivity towards women. Oh, Jesus. And George is like, eh? <laughs> And Billy says that Renee made him realise that he wasn't with Ali because he would never be able to subordinate her. And he says, and I really think of you as a possession and I want to control you. Oh, and also, if we have kids, you're not allowed to work or I'd have a big problem with that. And George is like, uh-huh, what else? <laughs> and Billy, Billy, seemingly oblivious to George's increasing annoyance and irritation and just the horror of this entire, like, yeah. spiel. Um, because she's he was playing with a baseball and she's grabbed it and, like, lobbed it into a bin in frustration. Yeah. But he just, like, picks up another one to play with and is like well I believe in gendered parenting roles so you're gonna have to quit work if we have kids so you know don't even think about partner track um oh and uh, I don't think you're a sexual object but you should definitely fulfill my sexual needs oh and if you've got if you get fat I, I'll get have a really big problem there as well and George is like um
1: I, I've never seen this in you and I was like these are red flags <laughs> Georgia. Well, I'm just I literally have no idea why you didn't see this in, you, in him. Like, this shouldn't be in any way any surprise. But then,
0: as if that wasn't bad enough, Billy is like, also, actually, I think Richard's right. I, I shouldn't apologise for it. And I'm just like, abort, Georgia. Abort.
1: Get out of this while you still can. Escape. Hit the escape hatch. I like, just... She's just... Well, she's just truly... What She fuck? now, pro- like, you can't, she now cannot ignore no. or dismiss, like, the true depths of his bellendery, like, <laughs> it just, <laughs> it's, it's an abyss there, like, it's an, it's a bottomless pit, <laughs> you cannot, like, you need to fucking like it and get, no, get like, away until from Until
0: now, she's kind of been able to be like he's still still kind of sensitive even though you and I have kind of picked up from the beginning that actually he's not but like he's put a pretty good job of uh, convincing the women in his life otherwise but he's being like out and out explicit about the fact that he's a complete knob yeah and she's like oh fuck (laughs) shit this, this isn't going away um okay fine So, Ali's office, um, and Ali has her Prozac and some water on a chessboard, and Elaine asks her, sort of, comes in and asks her to come down to the bar, and then she notices that she's sort of weighing up this decision on whether to take the pills, um, and says, you know, you don't have to take them, um, but Ali's like, you know, I can't keep hallucinating, but I'm gonna miss him, and then she's like, I'll be down in a minute, I just need to do this on my own, and Elaine just agrees to meet her at the bar. And then Al Green starts singing um, one of his songs, For the Good Times, and Ali gets out a pill and is just kind of staring at it in her hand. And then, as she's kind of deciding, she decides to run to the unisex as the track kind of skips and fades out, and she kind of flushes them down the loo. Mm. And then she goes to throw the pot in the bowl for good measure, and I was like, how's that going to (laughs) flush But she almost trips with the force of like throwing the pot of the toilet bowl, and there's a gift moment of her like going falling down into the room and yeah. being flush. Yeah. Um. So so she's made a decision; she's not
1: gonna take, take them. them. Yeah.
0: Um. So the next day, Nell is at the school telling the principal that Kimberly has agreed to call everything off, and the principal says, "Yeah, uh, I've I, I'll wipe the record." And actually, Kirby's already had his suspension lifted. Look, he's over there. Um. And Nell goes over to him and sort of. Signals for him to come over um, and says, you know, are you okay? Uh, and Kirby's like, No, of course not. Everyone thinks I can't kiss any kiss anyone. And Nell's like, Well, you know, you shouldn't pay attention to what you're reading in the romance novels. They like to describe kisses as like hungry, and I think that sets you off on the wrong <laughs> assumption of what they're yeah. <laughs> like. Kisses are actually gentle. And then she says, Can I show you? And Kirby's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, uh, she's really she's, like, bit... super cash yeah, it about it. She's really like almost business like yeah. about it. She's like, yeah, sure. Just take a uh, second. Don't worry. And then she's like, well, I'm only gonna do it in public because in private I'd be arrested. And I'm like, wouldn't you be arrested
1: in public? That's private? not how this law works yeah. now. <laughs> like, you are a lawyer. <laughs> you should know this.
0: <laughs> but anyway, she says, I'll kiss you goodbye. And she does. And everyone has crowded around, like, like, "Oh my God, Kirby is a stud muffin!" <laughs> and Nell's like, "My work here is done." <laughs> he like walks up. Oh and, my like, god! This is one of these things that can only happen in on the TV 90s. in the nineties, <laughs> but like on TV in a film, like this would never happen in real no, life. Absolutely not. And also, my reaction if I saw an adult kissing like, I- I- a high boy didn't. in my class wouldn't be like, "Well, that
1: boy must be good." It would be like. <laughs> What? what is going on there? Like, super inappropriate, like, grooming alert. Yeah. Like, someone arrests that sexual predator. <laughs> like, so weird. <laughs>
0: um, anyway, Georgia is doing her hair in the unisex. Uh, and Billy comes out of a stall having just flushed. And Georgia is like, oh, are you collecting your thoughts or just dropping them off? <laughs> oh, that's really
1: funny. Amazing fun.
0: And Billy's like, sure, be hostile
1: and punish me. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> it's just like uh, you like, you weren't hostile? Like... Yeah. That's, that's the thing. That's what annoys me is that he thinks him stating his opinions as... What his opinions are is not a hostile act it's in like, and of itself. I be it's honest like, it's like, open. I guess, yeah, and really hostile about what she's allowed to do because she's your wife. That's like, an attack. That is hostile. But George is like, you just
0: told me that you ran from Ali because you didn't feel you could subordinate her, but me you marry. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, quite, like, exactly. what a fucking like insult. shitty thing yeah. to say to someone? And then Billy goes to argue, but he checks whether one stool out of the six is empty first. So he clearly hasn't done a thorough check. Um, But he's all like, you know, can't you see this is hard for me? And I'm like, You know, he's like, I'm the only one with the guts saying what every man is thinking, and Georgia's like, "But you're a pig, and you went to a male pig meeting to get sensitive." And Billy's like, "Well, this is what I get for talking to you," and Georgia is like, "No, this is what you get for marrying someone who can talk back." Yes. And Billy goes, "Oh, go do your hair, Georgia," and she kind of scoffs, thinks about it, then she. Slaps him really hard around the face, and then kickboxes him so he bounces off the two stall doors into a heap on the floor, and then goes feminine enough for you. And this is my (laughs) objection. Yeah, I
1: think. Because
0: whilst I absolutely agree with everything she said to him, and she has an absolute right to be angry as fuck because he's being a fucking cunt and like throwing all of this on her.
1: Yeah. You, that doesn't give you the right to be domestically violent to someone. No, as much as I have said, like I would love to bitch that billy. I don't actually <laughs> like, want to bitch I, that. I, I don't want to see. Like it, it's one of those things where it's like this is definitely domestic violence. It is. Like and it and the I show. I can't contain it. And it's so and it's very in like indicative of yeah the 90s of that idea of like a strong woman yeah is a literal strong v- kick ass. woman. yeah like we'll punch a man we'll slap a man like that's what it is to be a strong woman and it's just like
0: her no. words were enough like i was with her all the way yeah. through that argument like clapping my hands whooping at the end yeah that was enough once she did that, I was like, Georgie, you've just undermined your yeah, you, Now You've
1: lost all, all, um, you've lost any kind of higher ground that you had. Like, it is. imagine if that scene was played the other way Horrible. around, that would be horrific. It's terrible Absolutely as horrific. it is, but the thing is, is that it's that thing where, like, this show doesn't take assault seriously anyway yeah whether they're done against a man or a woman yeah like they just I mean as we're seeing like this is played for a laugh and I just feel like it it, yeah it's uh, it's just it's very indicative of the time and I think it's
0: meant to be like this cathartic moment because Billy's been building up and building up his like ass hattery over the seasons and it's really coming to a head in this season being written that way so you're like uh fucking billy even if you weren't before and so i think the show is kind of saying like this is the moment where everyone should be like yeah well done
2: well done and i'm
1: like i can't i cannot
0: take that leap because what it what it what it
1: actually is yeah like which is someone in an intimate relationship has resorted to violence yeah in, in an argument and it's just like that's you, never think, that's never acceptable
0: I don't think you'd be able to play this type of scene for this in this way today I yeah. don't think it would it would play yeah, right no um, anyway that was my objection yeah, and it pains I, me
1: to say it because I fucking hate Billy yeah, and absolutely. he deserves every word she threw at him yeah absolutely but then also you get after like Georgia storms out And Billy's, like, semi-conscious on the floor. You have Elaine crawling on top of him and sticking her tongue down his throat in the the guise of giving him, like, the kiss of life. And that is, like, a a physical assault followed by a sexual assault. Well, also, it's not an effective position to save lives. (laughs) No, she's (laughs) lying on top of him. And, And it's just, like, yeah, the fact, like, these are both played... For laughs and and it's just not it's not, not funny. funny. Yeah. It's not not through, okay. not through our twenty twenty vision, guys. No, sorry. Sorry. Twenty twenty says no. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it annoys me because again it's a wasted opportunity to actually give Billy some just desserts in a in a less problematic way. Well
1: that's why I loved like the whole um confrontation between Renee, Renee and Billy exactly. because Renee She didn't pull any punches no, with her words. Absolutely, and it was more effective because of that. Yes.
0: So, um, Betty's is outraged that Ali wasted perfectly good pills by flushing them down the toilet. <laughs> um, she thinks she ought to put Ali on Xanax just for that. And she has, like, rows of pills on the inside of her cardigan, like, yeah, like, her. like a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Ali is like, well, I couldn't just kill him. And she gets really impatient at Betty. And Betty is impatient back, telling her not to try ro- romanticising her insanity either, that's just what i need. another wacko in love with their lunacy. which is quite inappropriate. yeah. but fine and like your tactics
1: are really not working Betty. (laughs) Um,
0: and Ali calls Betty a wacko in return and Betty is like look I have patients who would kill for that prescription. you should be more grateful and Ali's like you tried to give it to me in suppository form and Betty says yes so you could stick it up your ass oh go pick another theme song you pissy little thing I'm through with you and she just slams the door on an incredulous Ali and I'm like this is Not real therapy, guys. absolutely not. And antidepressants are so, so not a
1: big deal. (laughs) No, I know. It's, it's, yeah, like... And it's that thing, it's that fine line of being like, like, I know this is all, like, played for laughs because this is a comedy Mm -hmm. show. Like, uh, but it's just... I feel like the damage it potentially could be doing... Because of the way it's decided to play it, like in terms of like, this is what to expect when you go to therapy is someone trying to push, literally push drugs on you like they are a drug dealer. Yeah. Like, it, it's just like, and, and yeah, just.
0: But it's, it's that nice. thing we've talked about again with humour, like punching up and punching down. I feel like there are certain issues that you can definitely. Write comedy scenes about antidepressants is one of them.
2: A man being an ass
0: is another one. But it's the way you construct your jokes and the kind of message you want people to take away. It's like, are you doing that cause, like, are Are you helping it it, or are you making it worse? Are you you
1: being responsible? Yeah. Like, and I just don't think. I certainly don't think that was a consideration. Like in the nineties, at all. No, not from what this is evidence. Yeah, it? exactly.
0: Um, Ali and John are back at the office and they're sat on Ali's desk staring out of the window having a d and a beer about how she doesn't need antidepressants because she's a lot stronger and John's like, really? I'm uh, sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she says she's less afraid of not fitting in, so yay! And... Yeah. Um, And now comes in to see John And John's like So, I hear Kirby kissed a girl today And Nell's like (laughs) Are you angry? And Ali's like Why? Do you want a spanky? And I was like That's not something to make light of, Ali This is not your place I'm
1: just like I love it Because John goes There's a rumour at Kirby's school He kissed another girl And I'm like how does he know the goths from the local art <laughs> school? It's like, well, I was talking to Melody and she said that Tanya said that her boyfriend's best friend's girlfriend, Becky, saw Kirby and all kissing his hot law- lawyer, like XOXO gossip girl, like aka John Gage.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. I> just... <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, I, think, um, I don't know.
1: how yeah, you was know. thinking of so <laughs> well, funny. He's <laughs> like on like The high school grapevine <laughs> Yeah
0: But yeah so But then Ali makes that stupid joke About Nell being angry So does she want a spanking Oh <laughs> <And> I'm like <laughs> Jesus. Like that was domi- that was like, also domestic violence. Yeah, so that's nothing to laugh about. But it was either. also an assault. Um, but then she immediately apologises for making a bad joke, so I guess fine. Um and then Nell asks John to the bar, and Ali's like, you know, go ahead, I'm going home anyway. Um, she's looking forward to walking home solo. Um so Nell and John go, and then Elaine comes up to Ali as she's putting her coat on and reports that Billy and Georgia are fighting in case Allie wants to know, and was like, nope, don't care. And Elaine's like Georgia knocked him out and I had to make out with him to bring him back to life. Yeah. He's probably alone down there. You can go. And Ali's like, no, like maybe you go and tongue him some more. Yeah. Um. And then she leaves and Elaine's like, Like what's wrong with you You took the drug Didn't you And Ali's like Nope And she's really proud of herself For not doing it
1: And I have to say Like this does feel like A huge milestone for Ali Like the first time She seems genuinely uninterested In Billy Mm -hmm. And his drama Like he's just like She's just like Meh Who cares It's like wow, great. This is huge like, really in the scheme of the show this is a big milestone really
0: big yeah. and
1: I'm happy for her yeah, completely um,
0: so then music starts up with um, it's a Lulu song, funny enough it's called oh, really? it's To Sir With Love but they've changed the lyrics a bit so that it doesn't say sir, I think it says to him with love or something like that it's all her with love or whatever but it's performed by Al Green um, and Ali walks home via a bookshop And then she hallucinates that Al is singing to her and he kind of takes her hand as they dance um, and he kind of serenades her as they sort of dance down the street.
1: street, And then we
0: hear Vonda joining in on the soundtrack um, over as Ali and Al kind of dance down the street. And then Al disappears in a cloud of gold dust into the air past the street sign that says Green Green Street. Street as Ali stares at the sky after it and starts dancing and blows it a kiss and then she walks home smiling as Rhonda sings her out. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know what to make of this, uh, ending because it's a bit kind of like, hallucinations are fine she's much better with them than without them.
1: Well, she definitely... I think it's a difficult one, but, um... I think should we save it because I've got more okay. to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. So, yeah.
1: on the whole, though, like, did you enjoy that episode?
0: I think um, it's it's it frustrated me this episode. It's yeah. the first episode that's frustrated me because um, of those the two main storylines, the antidepressant storyline, mm. and also the um, storyline with uh, Billy. Yeah. Um, and even this, this, the case of the week, Ooh. I just think they could have been opportunities to tell a different story, mm. and they didn't do it. No. Um, it was very... It was a, so, such a 90s take on all of yeah. those topics. Yeah, completely. And that was annoying. Yeah. Like, yeah. nothing enlightened came out of it, which is no. not unusual for but Ali, I'm but a sometimes... All, yeah. Sometimes it, like, annoys me more than other times. And this is yeah. one of those times where I was like, ah, this could have been
1: different, like... I enjoyed, like, the, uh, like, the Al Green, uh, yeah. like, extravaganza yes. in the office.
0: Al Green's cameo was wonderful. Yeah. and um, both of them, actually. The one where he's, um, walking down the street as well. Yeah. That's
1: yes, nice. that's nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Retrial. Yeah, well, obviously... Kimberly like, versus Kirby. Th- like whatever whatever like obviously he is guilty of an assault Mm -hmm. so whatever would be the appropriate punishment for that like should have occurred but because someone was hugely negligent in allowing Kimberly to be alone with her assaulter's lawyers to guilt trip her into dropping it. I'm
0: now remembering why we didn't see a lawyer because actually the setup was slightly different. It was Kirby's parents that came to Cajun Fish because Kirby'd been suspended as a result of it. That's and it. they were trying to get him off of that. Yeah. And they were like, mediation might be the way to do it because the principal was yes. like, if she drops if she's like
1: happy to do it, then I'll Yeah. All. But I'm just like, so he was being given what i feel for for what happened like it wasn't crime of the century was the it, it, it looks yeah it looks like this was an innocent mistake as far as innocent mistakes go however he have still the suspension. done something very inappropriate not acceptable so I feel like a suspension was the appropriate And it reminds punishment. me of all those parents of like those college kids who rape people mm, and
0: like their, Brock their par- yeah, and their parents being like, But this will ruin his career. Like, and it's like tough shit. Fuck fuck off. Tough like shit. Sh- maybe don't rape people. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Like And this obviously is not rape or anywhere no. near to it, but, but it is he the said, start of learning lessons you, that you are entitled to. Yeah,
1: what what does he learn from being um, not held accountable, Mm -hmm. what does he learn from that? Something pretty fucking bad. Yeah. And, and, like, I just feel like, I'm sorry, yeah, we all make mistakes, but we all need to be held accountable, and when you are a teenager, that's when, you know, you, you're gonna be, like, your mistakes are more likely to get, you know, it's the start of, you can start making some really big mistakes, like, as a kid your you know your, your mistakes are small scale the consequences of them are unlikely to be that dire yeah you know that that is what is normal for a child as you move into like teenagers like teenager age like uh, it's more, the yeah. The, of the impact movement. of your mis- mistakes are gonna get bigger and bigger because you're moving and his into adulthood. Are
0: clearly worried about his school record, and it's a bit kind of like all tough shit. Yeah, you should have taught him earlier some fucking lessons on consent.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like that's on you. Yeah,
1: as like parents, I I just. <sighs> like sorry but he this this is i feel really sorry for kimberly yeah like being manipulated yeah and and he got a fucking reward like he got kissed Kissed by by now lady like a consensual kiss exactly but it's just that that thing of like oh god forbid uh, a boy walks away with without his self-esteem intact like yeah we, we have to make sure he's okay yeah so let's just you know make sure he has some like cred with the student population before we leave yeah. because otherwise this is going to scar him for life I and thought it's just like, like what's the
0: aftermath for kimberly what she exactly. learned from this whole debacle that, that she doesn't the matter the boys don't boys don't get held accountable
1: and whatever she says means nothing. And what, her, her feelings count for shit yeah. when in the face of a boy's future or a boy's yeah. reputation. Like...
0: And it was sad to see now, and
1: I know it's difficult when your clients come to
0: you and want you to argue something that you don't necessarily agree with yourself. Like, but,
1: I mean, I just, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, I'm just very sad. Yeah, it's very sad. Yeah. <laughs> Verdict of the week. The jury's back. I don't know. Um, yeah, so I'm finding Ali not guilty. Okay. Because I just feel like, you know, deciding whether or not you take antidepressants is a really difficult, it's not an easy decision to make. No, it's very necessarily. personal. It's very personal. And I've had, I've been in that position and I've chosen to take them. But, I did have to think about it for, like, a good while before I, I, you know, decided that I needed that extra help. Mm. But it's just that, that thing of, like, but if I'd been, if I'd been in that place in the 90s, would I have felt... that? Would I have taken that extra support? Possibly not. No. Because the stigma, you know, despite, like we say, everyone going, oh, there's no stigma to it. There's no stigma to it. They,
0: they sort of threw that in as a throwaway creep. line because it was like, you clearly don't mean that because no. you're doing everything you can to prop it up. Yeah, like, exactly.
1: I'm just like, but there is stigma. Yeah. There, there's stigma now. So there was definitely stigma then. Like, I uh, I feel like there are... And it is a very personal decision. And I do feel like, you know, it's one of those things where we can sit in judgment of someone and be like, they should be taking medication. But, you know, uh, because, you know, she does have hallucinations and they could be dangerous. And for that, I think, like, there's a good argument for her Mm. to go on medication. But I feel like she's, her reasoning for why she feels like she doesn't need to go on medication like right now, like she says she feels stronger and I certainly feel that thus far this season she has been happier, she has been, she's been in a better place than she was last season. Yeah. And I, I think, and I definitely think that whole thing about her being like whatever to the whole like Billy Georgia situation is also a big sign that she's, Right in saying that she's stronger because she is very deliberately chosen to not take herself down a path that she knows full well will end in yes. misery and and pain, which is definitely progress. Like it is,
0: but then I do worry. And again, it doesn't
1: matter what I think because it was down to the individual
0: whether they take it or not. But like from the outside looking in, a fictitious character, yeah. Um, she did have that real escalation of uh, a fantasy this episode where she was just in the middle of the office singing, oblivious to the fact
1: that that was happening. but it's not like that. But it is scary and humiliating, I would imagine. And
0: the fact that she can't
1: control that. that. No, but it's
0: A, she can't control it. So it's clearly not something you know, it'll just happen at any time, like, what she's crossing the road, you know,
1: like, it's just, it's really, really dangerous, and I feel like that's what's frustrating about this episode, is that no one makes that argument to her, yeah, like, everyone's just going, you're a wacko, take some pills, but also everyone's not
0: talking, because, like, they're acting like, if you make the decision to take antidepressants,
1: like, you're on pills for life,
0: no, and like, and that's not, not how
1: and it works. And also that your personality is Goes, massively which is changed. Not true. Which is certainly not my experience of taking antidepressants. They're not. No
0: one sat with her, and we've not probably because it wouldn't make for a very funny comedy. But nobody sat and explained like the consequences and the implications for either decision. And yeah, no one.
1: I, I don't. No one's. I can't remember anyone sitting down and being like, "Can you imagine if you were driving your car?" Yeah. and suddenly our green is there or you're crossing the road and suddenly exactly. whatever is there like can you not see how like scary and dangerous that is and like
0: maybe try a low dose and then if you don't like it you can come off of it like or whatever yeah. i like, don't know the ins and outs of, but, of I on think... them. but there is a process for like yeah getting you know getting the right medication for you and like seeing how you feel on them and, you know, and if you decide you want to come off them, you can come off them, you know. There's there's a whole protocol
1: around that. You're not, like, given pills and left to it. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like... I just feel like it's not an easy decision to make because, like I say, I still felt stigma when I had to go on them. So if I felt that, if I felt that twenty years later, yeah, yeah. like twenty years ago, like it's gonna be even worse. So
0: what's annoying is they know the show has acknowledged that that stigma exists because they have that as a line several times in this
1: episode.
0: Yet they make the choice. To not continue
1: to stigmatise To, stigmatize not to it.
0: like try and uh, you know, reduce make that it in less any way. Scary. They decide yeah. to double down on it. Yeah. Exactly. Which I'm like, this is this whole thing I was saying earlier. It's like with if you're gonna tackle a subject that's as, you know, powerful as antidepressants and so, you know, important to so many people's experience, like, you know, you can either make the decision to make the situation worse or make mm. it better for people. Mm. Uh, you know, that's your responsibility Is a show that's going out to however millions of people yeah. worldwide. Yeah. And they made the decision, knowing that there's stigma, to make that worse. Worse. And that yeah. annoys me. No, yeah. end. it's so frustrating.
1: Yeah, I agree. For and a so... couple of
0: cheap laughs. Like, well done. Yeah, was it worth it?
1: Yeah, you I know. don't think so. Um, I just... Yeah, so that's why I'm finding Ali not guilty because I understand the the
0: and it's being also- torn
1: about what to do yeah. and i can imagine it would have been so much harder to agree to do it um and i uh you know with the with the stigma of that time yes. and i just and i you know like i think she she's not getting the right help she's not being given the right you know no one's putting forward good cases for like why she should, and yeah, and I also feel like there was that she was getting a lot of pressure to do something, and ultimately she decided no i I don't I don't want to do that, mm-hmm. and I have reason good reasons why I feel I don't need that right now mm-hmm. and Although we may be able to find flaws in that, I still think that is a good thing to still have, to, to be strong enough to be like, look, I know you all disagree, but it's my body, it's my life. I have, these are my reasons why. I don't think they're bullshit reasons. I think they're actually reasons that have, good evidence Mm. of them being true Mm. and i just think yeah like you no one should peer pressure you into taking something taking a drug you don't want to take whether it's medicine or you know any other yeah exactly it's it's peer pressure and if you don't want to do it you don't don't have have to. to yeah and i just like i'm just like yeah like fine
0: Fun. Yeah, I'm glad you
1: given her a, a not guilty, because
0: I think I've gone for the obvious verdict, which is Billy is the guilty penis in the room. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> I literally, with this episode, I was just like, you know what, Billy... I just can't be arsed with you <laughs> like you're you're just you're a lost cause and i do not want to waste my breath <laughs> but i
0: also because my objection was about georgia beating him up i was yeah. like i don't want it to go unacknowledged that billy has been a fucking cock this it, episode
1: yeah absolutely like, i don't want that
0: to be taken as that i condone what billy's been doing I like, no. absolutely do not no can you imagine <laughs> Like I I, honestly, if my husband turned around and said to me, like, uh any of those things, I'd be like, right, well, okay, so our relationship
1: is not what I thought it was, so You are not what I thought you were. (laughs)
0: Like this is not what I married,
1: this is not what I signed up for. This is not what I signed up for. And it's just that it's that thing of like of that whole idea of that meeting, like I mean, why is I there guess, not, like, an impartial moderator? Yeah, I guess that's, there's, like, like a anyone good can set up a group, I like, guess. I but think yes. it's, like, there's, like, good intentions behind this group. They recognise that they've got problematic opinions. But then get an and they want to change. you. Don't yeah, li- have I, lead each other through yeah, this. Yeah, like, it <laughs> is completely... Well, it's like, uh, it's like a forum on the internet, yeah. isn't it? Like, it but is those completely forums that. Have the, the
0: uh, like, the the major risk of not having, like, an impartial kind of facilitator in that like is that qualified it, it, becomes, facilitator. it becomes a forum where you can easily become, like, radicalised and weaponised.
1: Absolutely. Which is where Richard is now Yeah, well, this is where incels... And, yeah, exactly. And, you know, like, uh, I've... You also... Um, that's where, like, white supremacists, like, sites, mm-hmm. like, they will go to the incel sites to find people to recruit to their white supremacy because yeah. it's that thing of like yeah you know it's what women slope. women are fucking you over guess who else is fucking you over yeah, yeah. like all the people who are not your race yeah, like yeah it's just um and if you're a vulnerable personality who is who um, has no other community no other support system then you're gonna this. be susceptible to being radicalized radicalized that way, that way. and i just and it's that thing where it's like, you can, to a degree, you can understand where these feelings have come from. Because these men will have grown up with images of you. Because th- if you think yeah, about like, yeah. these are like men in the 90s. So they were grown up in the 60s. 70s? Been born in the... Born in the 60s, I grown up in the 70s. It depends, like, like how old they are.
0: Like, Billy, obviously, grew up in the I reckon uh, born... 80s. I Really? He was born in the 70s, grew up in the... Because he's, like, they're, like, what, 20... Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: I guess so. Okay. He's the same age as Ali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She's not 30. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: okay.
1: But, like, there were
0: but, varying ages yeah. in that group.
1: But, yeah. it's, it, but it's that thing of, like... It wasn't that long ago mm. that the nuclear family was, like, mm-hmm. held up as, like, the paradigm of, like, American virtues, American yeah. success, American um, happiness. Yeah. Like, where you have the man that is the breadwinner, goes yeah. to work, and you have a doting wife yeah. who whose world revolves around you and yeah. literally... It is dedicated absolutely 100% to your comfort your wants your needs like and you have obedient children like who do what they're told when they're told like that is the epitome of American happiness and success yeah and it means that the man is the king of the castle in his home and everyone else is under him yeah and it's just like those are the kind like that was that was the dream that was sold. That was the dream that was sold. That was... And and when, you know, you get to the 90s and realise that, oh, actually... Social attitudes are changing. <laughs> so, women are allowed to do things now. But that... <laughs> the idea... But also that that was a dream. That was a dream. That, like, women... The, the idea that a woman would be entirely fulfilled by serving her husband in the way that she's supposed to and like that fulfill her completely <laughs> is is just like and that that's all she needs in her life mm. Is like that's a fucking dream. Like no one, <laughs> no one was live. Like that wasn't a reality. There, there were women doing it. But they weren't fucking happy about no. it. They were going to psychiatrists, getting like Prozac because they were or speed uh, yeah, anti- and yeah, exactly yeah. because because it was just... and bonus it kept your weight down <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like they they like the. Uh, the rise in the you know the number of like housewives in the 50s and 60s like like you see in mad men yeah, Betty have like yeah. white going betty White, what's her name mm. no betty draper, draper. <laughs> <laughs> betty draper like going to a psychiatrist because yeah. she's a bored housewife she's she's got a brain and she's bored Can't, out of it, it. like yeah. this was never a this was never a happy thing for like everyone involved it was literally only happy for the man (laughs) it was only a good thing for him like everyone else was going fucking nuts in in service not all men
0: were happy no at all but it's just so it wasn't actually happy for
1: many people just a few men exactly (laughs) and it's just that thing of like yeah when that's when that's the dream that is sold and then it turns out it was never a reality it was never a it wasn't um achievable in any way like to be like well i feel ripped off (laughs) you know what i mean like i can understand where that comes from right but i just feel like mate you're crying about this (laughs) like you need to put on your big boy pants <laughs> and, like face reality. <laughs> that we're all like human beings with brains and want like it like no one deserves like we said earlier, like no one deserves this worship that this you just feel so entitled to. I
0: I I just cannot believe that he now is like, well, I don't know what the
1: answer to this is. It's to double down on this feeling. So yeah. I, I,
0: I just think he's
1: a fucking idiot and, and guilty. poor Georgia. As like there were times, like I think it was the last time they had their like discussion. Like you just see this, like like she looks horrified. Yeah, like she's
0: what? You're, like, you're like I am in a horror film.
1: It's just flashed before your eyes, like oh fuck she's like in white woman get out (laughs) right (laughs) Right. so i
0: mean yeah billy guilty as sin and i'm intrigued to see i kind of vaguely remember where this storyline goes but it'd be interesting to see how it plans out and how quickly um as we continue through season three please tell us what you thought of this episode we are as always on uh twitter and facebook at bygods podcast instagram at Bygones pod and uh email us at bygonespodcast at gmail.com um or you can join our patreon obviously um just search for bygones podcast uh we release all of our episodes early and i have lots of other bonus uh content that you can get your grubby little hands on depending (laughs) on how much you pledge um but we start at one dollar a month which is really not that much no just Some loose change. Um and but we are very grateful to all our patrons. They're so a great yes. great gang. Um but yeah, until next time.
2: Bye guys. I, I'm so in love with you. Whatever you want to do is alright.